Blog Talk Radio. going on. I needed a break. I saw everything that was happening, you know, and I want to talk about it. So I'd be calling, you know, like uh, texting my friends and stuff, trying to talk to them about it. They're like, girl, do your show. <laughs> so I could not wait to get on and talk to you guys tonight. So, okay, so y'all see the title of the show? I'm back. Hot Topics. And we're going to be talking about the takedown of black celebrities through scandals because they have been getting taken out. Have not have they not? Have they not this week? Oh my God, it's been crazy. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna get into that a little bit later into the show. I, you know what? I don't have a show. You know how I always say I don't have a show. I really don't tonight. I really don't. So I don't know. I'm just gonna be freestyling it and everything. So I hope y'all enjoy it. Listen, I hope y'all had a wonderful, wonderful holiday. My Thanksgiving was good. Oh, my God. I cooked, cooked a lot. Cooked too much. <laughs> I was walking around with a big boob. <laughs> Cooking. <laughs> One boob just, like, huge. <laughs> okay, you guys. So I love, listen, I have learned to joke about, you know, I, I guess I've always, you know, I'm jo- always joking about my, you know, my uh, experience this year with breast cancer. And today I went, today I had a doctor's appointment. You know, I've been having a lot of doctor's appointments here and there, right? Oh, God, there's so much I got to talk to you guys about, okay? So, yeah, and today, you know, they were, they're, they're getting me ready for a mold, you know, for when I do this, like, radiation and stuff. And so they're like, putting like little tattoos and so they're always using needles and I'm like damn my boob is going to be so sick of needles 
<laughs> but I, I'm just like, hey, listen, I'm so glad that uh, everything is turning out really good. I chopped all my hair off. What did I do it a couple of weeks ago? I did. I was like, you know what? I said, and listen, I still don't know. I find out tomorrow whether tomorrow about whether I'm going to have radiation, just radiation, or am I going to have radiation and chemo? So I really don't know. But I chopped all my hair off because I wanted, like, you know, fresh energy. I was like, you know, listen, hair to me is one of the things that carries energy. And, you know, they say when women are, they say two things that, you know, that something that happens with women when it, when they cut their hair, they're either sick or heartbroken. <laughs> and so, you know, so I said, and so that's one of the things that, you know, women do sometimes is get their, you know, get their hair cut just because it provides a sense of fresh, a fresh energy. So I did that and I actually colored my hair. Now, listen, I am not keeping my hair the color I have it. I was very accidental. <laughs> I actually have a color I am going for. I'm really going to go like platinum blonde, but I just, I, 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 I was, because my hair was so black, it didn't go all the way the first time. You know, yeah, some people can do it in two to three sessions. I have a friend who said she did it in one session. So I was like, wow. So now I know the key. And so now I think I'm, you know, trying to go there. I think I want to wear my hair short for a while because I'm, I, I like it. Even though I can throw on the wigs, like I threw on a wig at Christmas time. <laughs> I have both on. I was wearing short Week, but I, I think I love it. I love the idea of short hair. I mean, I'm starting to really like. I've cut my hair before, like big chops in my life before. I've had them twice, two times, two or three times. And yeah, I like it each and every time. It's just a lot of maintenance, but I still like it. I've never had it this colored like this, but I actually I I, I love the whole chop hair chop thing. I'm excited. I'm glad I have it. It's it's growing on me, okay? Um, what else did I want to tell you guys? So I got the big chop. Oh, my God. I haven't told you guys since before Thanksgiving. Oh, my God. It's so much has happened before Thanksgiving. So what's going on? What's happened? Thanksgiving was good. Then I just, you know, I went home. I got to go home for Christmas. Oh, I had a – listen – I don't know, you know, I went out with some friends and everything. We had dinner, a great dinner, and we had this discussion, you know, and afterwards me and my girlfriends, we my girlfriends it's we went out I went out with some other girlfriends to dinner and then we three of those girlfriends, three me and this, these two other girlfriends, we have this thing get together every year at one of my girlfriends' house. It's just us three and we just have this discussion about our lives and stuff like that. We just have, it's really healing, right? It's really fun. We just have a good time and everything like that. Sit around, drink, or, <coughs> and we just talk. <coughs> and this year, one of the things I discovered, I said, I just, it was a lot this year. <laughs> I feel like I did a lot. I'm glad my grandparents seemed like they enjoyed their Christmas. My grandparents <laughs> seemed like they were having a blast, okay? Uh, it seemed like they were uh, a little bit, you know, they were, they were, very uh, having fun this Christmas, so I I enjoyed that. But uh, I was like, next year, you know, God bless, God blesses me to come through this year, and, you know, help. I said next year at Christmas, I want to be on an island somewhere. I don't think I want to care about you people. <laughs> I don't think I was so 
one of my friends, they were laughing. I was like, I don't really think I want to come and visit. Like, I want to come and see. I love my hometown, right? I love my hometown. I love my family. I love my friends. But I really actually think I want to go to, like, an island somewhere and just sit with a bottle, <laughs> like a wine bottle, and have food next to the refrigerator. <laughs> it's just like... It's hot outside, and I just want to enjoy fucking Christmas to New Year's. <laughs> I just want to be like, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want to bother. <laughs> so that's how I felt this year. It was really strange. <laughs> and so I was like, you know, I, I guess I, I, I'm feeling just a little bit more selfish. And I was asking my girlfriend, because she's this particular girlfriend, she's had breast cancer, too. And she, I was like, is this normal? She's like, it's normal. <laughs> and she's like, just get ready. She's like, get ready. It's going to be mind-blowing in the next several months. And I met, and today is so funny. I met this young lady when I was in, uh, I was going in for my radiation. And we sit in this little room together and everything. And so she's beautiful, too, you know. And uh, we we were talking because she, uh, she, she had these beautiful braids on. I was like, oh, my God, your hair looks so beautiful. Who says your braids? And she said, girl, this is a week. <laughs> Right, and so we started talking, and she was just saying, you know, she was just talking about her life since her diagnosis, and she said to me, she said, everything's changed, but it hasn't changed. And I was like, wow. She's like, so, like, you know, you have to pick up, she's like, you know, you have to have all these, these, you have to deal with this mind-blowing, life-changing experience and life-threatening experience, right? And still participate in your regular life like nothing's happened. <laughs> and I was like, I, I I felt seen. I was like, oh my god, yes, yes. <laughs> and she's like, you know, it's it's crazy. You know, she's just like you. And she said, and this is just she said, you know, I said, and she said, so it's like having to pick up the regular. And I said to her, I said, I respect. I said, I get that. I said, but I am so determined not to let, how can I say, the normal take over again, the regular take over again. It's trying to, but I'm I'm determined not to this time. I'm just so determined. Because I feel like, and she was like, she's like, wow, you know, me and her, as we were talking, it was an understanding. I was like, because I feel like something like this, when it happens to you, that it is, supposed to it is meant to shake your foundation i i really believe that and so it is dealing with those emotional things of just regular life (laughs) and then dealing with this whole other scenario that's come in and says okay now you may need to change it right you know and so it's it's and I don't want that to be lost on me. And so it was a good, very, it was a good moment to have somebody like, I have a friend who's been through breast cancer too, but it was, it was, it was very powerful and enlightening to meet a stranger. And you have that under, you have this understanding with each other, like you going through such a huge, you're going through these events and you're just like, Everything's changing. She said, everything's changed, but it hasn't. 
Like, I'm still expected to meet my duty, every, all the things, my responsibilities and duties has our, you know, and deal with it. And I got that. But like I told her, I just, it, it's so, there's so many, re- I'm, I'm blessed in ways sometimes that other people haven't because they're, you know, haven't been because I, I'm just blessed in a lot of ways. I have a very supportive uh, family, South and all that stuff. And so it's, I can do things are a little different for me, how I move in it. Uh, but I'm so determined that it is supposed to do, it's supposed to shake. It's a, you know, it's so funny because I think I've been getting, you know, how you get warning, you get warning signs like about your life is supposed to shake up and you really are trying to not let it shake up. <laughs> and so I think I've been getting warning signs for like a few years and I've been kind of like, kind of skirt around the warning. <laughs> oh, there's a big warning sign. Oh, there's one. Oh, there's one. Yeah, not enough. Not enough for me to change anything. But when they say the C word to you, it's like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. And so I feel like it has to, It, it I am hoping that I allow it to do its work. It's, it's what it's what it's meant to do. Okay, so y'all like all like Carlotta, okay, you're sharing this with us because this is your it's a word today, okay? Yes, I have a it's a word for you, okay? I just made up off the top of my head. So I don't have no show. <laughs> right? So my it's a word for you is allow the very jarring things in your life, the very difficult, the very uh things that that are not mundane that happen to you by surprise or whatever, and you know it's supposed to change your foundation, yet you try to box it in to everything else in your life, don't do that. Allow it to do what it came to do. That's scary, but you got to allow it. And I it really hit me today, you know, because then even how I've been talking to my friends, you know, when I was at home and I was saying, yeah, I just want to be on an island somewhere next year. And I was like, whoa, 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 And it really hit me. Like I had to laugh about my, laugh about it because I was like, so I had to ask myself when I was talking to them about, you know, being on an island somewhere with a bottle of drink. I was like, they're like, do you, do, so what do you, what do you do all this for? <laughs> Like, I had to really, like, saying, wow, what do I do all this for? And it's not, it's nothing wrong with, you know, I'm a, I like family and friends and people like that. But sometimes I can be very people-oriented and forget about self or what self wants. And my grand, you know, my grandparents are in their older stage of life, and so I always like to spend as much time as I can with them because they were, they're, they are my parents. I have never known that. That's who I was raised by. I got taken out the hospital by them. I was raised. I was like completely raised by them. So they're they're my parents. So when I, you know, and even though my parents are alive, but they are still they were raised. So I was trying to spend as much time as I can, everything. But this and it's, it was so such a joint event, and it's so funny because my grandma's like, "How are you? How are you really doing this?" And like that. It was like, yeah. I, I really have to start thinking about what do I like again? What do I, but yeah, I feel like I've lost that somewhere. So yeah, sometimes I, you know, I love 
different things. I love seeing different things. I, you know, and sometimes I try to, I try to scale down to what everybody's expectations are. And so I think my lesson in all of this is what are your expectations? What do you want to do? <laughs> what do you like? And even though I'm my only child and I can't be selfish, oh, believe me. <laughs> but sometimes I'm, I find myself a lot being selfless, you know, self like giving away too much, too much energy. And so I felt that this year that too much, like sometimes I'm, I'm doing things that nobody else, you know, cares about. <laughs> and so this year, I was like, you know, I was determined to do things that people around me usually don't like, but I did it. Like, you know, like I love, I'm a decorator. I like decorating for the holidays. You know, sometimes when people try to tone me down. I don't like to be toned down. <laughs> I decorate the hell out of it. I decorate Halloween, Christmas. <laughs> and I went all out for Christmas. Like, my decorations are literally a theater production. And so any we went to get to my grandparents' house, I was like, okay, I'm going to decorate. I decorated within two days. <laughs> so I was just like, I'm going to do stuff that I like. You might not like it. I'm going to like it. I'm going to enjoy it. <laughs> so I'm just saying that to all the people around because people, I tend to attract Scrooges for some reason. <laughs> In my life, I got all Scrooges. But I was determined, like, I'm not going to let Scrooges mess me up, okay? I'm going to have fun. And I really actually did, but I also realized that Next year, I would love to do it differently. I was like, yeah, I, I don't know. God bless me. I don't know if I do it this way. This, you know, I love my friends and family. I do. I would just like do it differently. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. So I'm allowing this big thing that has happened to me to jar me into thinking about getting, you know, I always I talk about being out of my comfort zone, but like really just like, allowing myself to really go outside my boundaries and what I, you know, what I should like and what I'm allowing it to do what it's doing. And so I should say to y'all, I hope y'all allow whatever's in your life. It may not be cancer. Maybe this a drawing moment you're happening or something different is happening in your life that is so huge don't try to box it and put it up in your, you know, your regular day, everyday life thing, and just try to put it, make it, normalize it, you know, because we can do that as humans. We can take things that are very, um, how can I say, very uh, powerful and stuff, and we can, we can, we can normalize things. I mean, it's just a, we just can. We can, we can end up, um making things very mundane when they're not supposed to be mundane, when they're supposed to, they're, they've come to change the foundation of your life. And, 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 you, and you need to allow it to do what it must do. I hope, I hope I'm making sense. Okay, like well, like I was talking to the listening to the young lady today, and she was like, "My life has changed, but then it's not changed." And and she was saying to me that you know she was trying to find a way to make this big thing fit 
that's so huge happening to her fit into the mundaneness of everyday life, and it's not meant to. It's meant to draw you out of that. It's meant to disturb you. I don't want to waste. How can I say this? Oh, my God, it's making sound. Um, I'm trying to figure out how to say this. I don't want to waste cancer. This, this makes sense. I don't, this, this, I mean, like, I, not that I don't want, I don't want it, <laughs> but I don't want to waste the lesson that it's come to bring me. I don't want to make it mundane. Like, I'm supposed to fit it inside of, I, I'm, you're, no, this is a, this is a disturbance, okay? It's a disturbance walking around with the heavy boobs. I was laughing. I was telling my friends, we were talking. My girlfriend was laughing. We were, we were, we were having, the, we were having our discussion at my girlfriend's house. She was laughing, talking about, Good thing <laughs> you decided to protest Maxwell. <laughs> we were laughing about protesting about the Maxwell Cruise, right? Because I wouldn't be able to, like, we were laughing. I said, yeah, I said, I'd just be finishing with my treatment. And we both were, I said, so I would have been on the boat with a big booby, big black boob. <laughs> I said, Cause thank God for Sabrina Claudio. <laughs> Stop me from spending my money. Call <laughs> Sabrina. Because I would, I was like, dang, yeah. Because I literally had a like a, a, a. We were laughing because I was saying, you know, I couldn't have. There's no way. I don't know if I could have. <laughs> I would have tried, but I could. You know, we were, and so we were laughing about that whole thing, like how it's how it's your whole plans changed. And I was, and I was gonna listen. I was gonna buy my ticket early like that for that. And that, by the way, that that crew sold out. I heard. Did that crew sell out? I am surprised as hell. Who bought all the tickets? Next to friends. <laughs> but anyway, now I was surprised because the lineup. But it is Valentine's Day. So people do crazy stuff on Valentine's Day. People be paying, you know, a lot of money. I mean, I like the lineup, but most people, I didn't know if people would like that lineup. I think it's Robert Glasper. That for me, that's who it would be. Robert Glasper and then and Maxwell. Okay. But, yeah, I was surprised. But anyway, yeah. But I was going to spend, I would have, I would have, I was going to buy way early. And something was like, Ew. it was something that just kept going, no, no, maybe hold up. <laughs> and then I realized, and then when, it, then when I decided to protest, I was like, oh, my God. Thank goodness. No, thank, now I'm thankful for Sabrina. Because <laughs> I would have I spent my money. And trust me, this thing is taking money. Well, oh my God, Lord, I'm so glad to meet my deductible, y'all. I said, oh Jesus, thank you. <laughs> but I just—it's just just funny how life works. Okay, so I don't want to. We were laughing about that, but that was—I was like, I don't want to waste this month. This is meant to be disruptive. It's disruptive. Okay, it's disruptive. If I wanted to go, I, I probably wouldn't because it's disruptive getting all these things happen, and it's not supposed to be money. It's not meant for you to take some big thing in your life that has come to disrupt it, to place it somewhere so it it doesn't end up being the disruptor it is meant to be. I don't know if I'm making sense to y'all. I'll tell you what y'all is the word. I'm hoping y'all getting getting it and y'all understanding it. 
but it's meant to disrupt. And I'm going to let it disrupt so that I can work on the changes that I need to change, I need to do so that it will, it will, it will, I can kick its ass gladly out of here <laughs> and never to be seen again. <laughs> okay. So it, it feels like, you know, it is my uh, Red Sea moment. You know, when the Israelites cross the Red Sea, it's my Red Sea moment. Okay. <laughs> and I can't pack that up for normal. And so, like, I used, I talked about the story of the cruise because it, it would have disrupted that. It would, it's been a disruptor for the last several months, <laughs> right? So I feel like I don't want to waste the disruption. I want to understand it and what it's meant to be here to do. And so I will say that to you guys. There may, I say it, I'll just say this one last time. There may be something in your life that is disrupting your life. It could be an illness. Maybe it's a loss of a relationship, or maybe it is um, a loss of a friendship. I mean, I even lost a friend, a, a long-standing friendship. Okay, trust me, I don't feel bad because the shit was been going down for a long time, <laughs> right? But, 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 whatever it is, allow it. Don't place it. Don't try to fit it into the mundaneness of your life to just let like like where you don't where you where this big thing is happening and you try to place it in your life so that it doesn't do what it came to do. Like you try to live with it instead of letting it wreck up everything. <laughs> let it throw you off a kilter, throw you off a you know what I'm saying? I don't you know, whatever it is or throw you off of um like you may say, for instance, if you have an ending of a friendship, well, maybe you and you, you have a group of friends and y'all all get together and y'all do something every year together. But this particular friend is going to be at the event and you're like, listen, here, okay, I am not one to hang with that person. And you don't want to disrupt the friend group you already have or, you know, the party or whatever or whatever situation they have. Then you may have to remove yourself, find something else to do. You get what I'm saying? Or find something new to do, find new traditions or anything like that where you won't have to, uh, but allowing it to change you, allowing it, maybe if this is a move of the friend, one friendship ending may be a move to introduce you to new spaces and new people and new things. That doesn't mean you don't, you dislike people or you hate people, but it may be drawing you to get into a new group or a new friendship group, or to extend yourself beyond what you normally extend yourself to. Allow it to do that. Or if you're, um, you know, maybe you're going through a breakup or something like that, and you're like, allow it to disrupt. I mean, like, I'm used to being with him at Christmas, or I'm used to being with her at Christmas. Well, you're not. So, okay, so don't try to make... Allow it to disrupt and figure out how do you change, how do you go on to new traditions and new things without that person. You know what I'm saying? I hope you guys get what I'm saying. I'm just saying allow your um, your lessons to do what they need to do, and don't try to place those lessons in the mundaneness of life. Don't try to place those lessons with your everyday errands. 
I hope I'm making sense, okay? All right, you guys, so that's your it's the word. I hope y'all get it. Thank you for letting me give my little point of views, my little rambling, everything like that. Thank you. I hope y'all get it. I hope y'all understand it. Sometimes y'all be writing and say, I got it, you know, stuff like that. So shout out to um, all of y'all who are listening to me or the ones who who were listening through the archives. Uh, I always appreciate when y'all write me and y'all tell me y'all get it, okay? All right, so it's time to go on a break, and we get back, child. We got to talk about all this stuff going on. I don't know what I'm going to talk about first. T.D. Jake, my pet, my bishop. <laughs> uh, am I going to be talking about uh, uh, Diddy? And y'all, some of y'all got to sit. Let me just say this. Let me get this out the way, okay? Some people told me I was extra harsh on Cassie. And one person even told me, you're for men. And I'm like, listen, I am an advocate of women. I have had women around me my whole life that have had troublesome situations. I've seen women be abused. I've seen, I've heard stories of women being raped. As a matter of fact, there's this one story I have, one of my best girlfriends, okay, when we were kids, I, this story, I, you know, and I just say, God, I don't know. I remember one night we were, um, we, we, I would go to visit her, and we were, I had just turned, maybe I was like turning 19, 20 years old, maybe I'd go up to her apartment, hang out in the summertime, I was home from school, see her, and everything, and one particular, like, we would walk to the store together and everything. So I was, her apartment kind of fit in this weird, like, it was an inside um, cul-de-sac thing or something like that. And my grandmother, no, my grandfather was going to come and pick me back up because uh, uh, after I was hanging out with her the whole day. And so we went, yeah, went out to the store. We left out in this cul-de-sac. Then we came back, right? Then I left out the door by myself to go to meet my grandfather was down there waiting for me okay and so I left my girlfriend realizes that she forgot something at the store she goes back out and she's raped and kidnapped by somebody they must have been watching us to this day horrible story he must have been watching us right uh and it's just I don't know it's not it's just God's grace God's blessing it was during the Time in the 90s, it was, he was coming off that crack era. Crackheads was running around like crazy. And this say, it was a crazy time. And it was horrible for her. And I, so I, I empathize with women who have gone through hideous things, rapes, tragedies, all kinds of things. Trust me. There is not, I am not, an, I am not an advocate for abusers, rapists, any of that, okay? However, I am an advocate of innocent until proven guilty. And I do not like the way, I, trust me, I don't like the way that people are coming out 20 years, I understand the rape and all that stuff takes a long time to talk about. I get that. I don't like how people come out 10 years from now and we hide the victim's name, but we don't hide 
the person who is accused because they're innocent too until they go through their court. And we allow people's names to be put out there, and then sometimes these people are innocent, and their whole life is ruined, and there's no redress. And so when I talk about people like Cassie, when I say <clears throat> you coming back 20 years later for a check, you big and bold now, why wouldn't you big and bold a few years ago to go to the authorities? Because now some woman has endured what she allegedly endured while she was yachting and boating. And some woman has had to endure that because she didn't speak up. But she came and got her checked up. So that, that kind of stuff pissed me off because I don't think a check is a, getting a check and allowing an abuser to steal wrong. Is, I think that's crazy, right? And it, and I call them whole transactions. Once you are paid for your services, I don't consider you raped. I don't consider you beat up. I consider you have gotten paid for whole transactions, okay? But when you a sister who goes to court, within proper timing and you say, hey, I want this person in jail or I want this person to get some help, I can respect that. Fighting for their innocence if they're saying they're innocent. You know, I often look at the case with Desiree Washington. Remember Desiree, remember who, who accused Mike Tyson? Hey, I still, nobody knows where I'm innocent or guilty. I don't know. But what I will say this about her, <clears throat> and she got, I mean, she she got it a lot. She, she she got it a lot back in the day. But one thing I will say about this young lady, she never came back. I never heard of her ask for no checks, no settlements, no nothing. She went right to the police. And it was handled through criminal case. Whether you believe Mike Tyson is guilty or innocent, he was found guilty, and he spent time in jail. Because that young lady, she did not go. I don't know what she did. She did the right way. And I have never heard a day of her asking for no money. As a matter of fact, she went back off into seclusion. You ain't never heard of her no no more. And I'm sure she could have came back and got $100 million, all kind of money when he had that money. But she, to me, if there's a case to show, she, to me, did the right thing. She didn't come out no of money. She said, I'm going to tell because this person needs to be in jail. And I can respect that. Okay. But I can't respect chicks coming back 20 years later, 30 years later, and asking for some funds. And then trying to call it rape. That's what I see. And I'm sorry if y'all don't understand that. It's okay. I'm okay. We all have different opinions. And we can have them. Cassie, I felt that. You did it for 10 years, a long time, old enough to know better. Yes, I know her brain hasn't matured, but she, at some point she turned 25. Okay. And it never dawns on her to leave. So at some point we got to take some personal responsibility for the shit she get into, okay? So, no, I'm, I, I don't, I'm not going to take nothing back I said. Okay. It is what it is. I feel what I feel. Okay. Now that's that. Okay. 
All right, y'all. So it is the holiday season. I didn't get to play no Christmas music. Why? Because I was almost a picnic. But we're going to start it off with Joe Two and then I might put the Christmas song in there as we go to break. All right, it's the CC show. I'm Carlotta. I am back. Child, I don't know what. It's so really hot. There's so much stuff. You know, miss that. Y'all been asking me to talk about child. I, got, I, I don't know. I'm a, I don't know where I'm going to catch up. I don't know where I'm going to start. We'll figure it out in a moment, okay? So let's start off with one of my favorites. I love this song by Aretha, written by Lisa Vandross, my favorite of all time. Jump to it. It's the CC Show. I'm Carlotta. I'll be back in a moment. Wee! <laughs> 
Christmas rushes through But I still have one wish to make A special one for you Merry Christmas, darling We're apart, that's true But I can dream And in my dreams I'm Christmasing with you Holidays are joyful There's always something new But every day is a holiday My favorite singers of all time, one of my favorite voices, Karen Carpenter with the Carpenters with Merry Christmas, Darling. I think Karen Carpenter, is she in my top 20? Yes, got to be with Patsy Cline, because y'all know I love me some Patsy Cline. You have to be a long-time listener to know how I feel about Patsy Cline, okay? Yes. Yes, Patsy Cline. I mean... Those, Patsy Klein, Karen Carpenter, Tina Marie, white women with soul, okay? Just this Barbara Mandrill. <laughs> what y'all know about that, okay? Oh, my goodness. Powerful voices, okay? Some of my favorite voices. It is the CC Show. I am back, child. We got so much to talk about. Oh, Lord, I don't even know where to start. Should we start with Gilbert? Gilbert, like, talking back. Oh, Lord. Listen, let me just say this to the celebrities right now. Because <clears throat> a lot of y'all, black celebrity, is, it's, it's been going down this this is the last couple of months. <laughs> I mean, 
And y'all get mad at us bloggers for talking about it. Child, y'all going to have to stop. Listen. Y'all going to have to move differently. Y'all can't be hoes. And, and, and doing foul shit and don't think people ain't going to find out now no more, okay? It ain't like 1987, 1979 when they had, when it was real Hollywood secrets. Ain't no more secrets. They telling on y'all in the Eyes Wide Shit party, okay? Okay? They telling on y'all about some of these crazy relationships y'all been having. It's coming out now if y'all y'all pretending to be straight. I'm just telling. It's coming out now if you was hoeing. Let's talk about it. Let's start off with this. Gilbert Arenas criticized for telling the alleged Haley Berry and Harvey Weinstein story. Okay. <clears throat> Let's see. Do we have the clip of him talking about this? Because I think the clip needs to be played. Child, let's listen. Okay, Gilbert. Talked about, and this is, this is look, 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 look. considering who Haley Berry's manager used to be, because see, I was questioning this stuff a few years ago, but I let it go. And I had heard some tea. I had heard some tea. I'm not going to say that's what it, that is true. Okay? Let me just say this. Okay? We talk about this on this show all the time. Let me, and I ain't talking about Holly Berry. I'm just saying this because I think Holly Berry, she's one of my favorite, you know, people in, I mean, look, you know, I think she's a beautiful girl. Okay? But... I'm not talking about her when I say this, but this is what that this is what some of y'all out there let me, let me explain something to y'all, okay? Some of the most talented people do not get into Hollywood. No, it's true. I'm not saying that y'all ain't talented that are in Hollywood. There's some very talented people in Hollywood. But I'm saying some of the most talented people do not get into Hollywood. Because sometimes it's a lot of ish going on in Hollywood, okay? Sometimes you think that a mofo is working real hard and they just sucking dick I mean, <clears throat> they just doing some strange things for some roles real good, okay? And then these these, these foul people in Hollywood convince y'all they that some of they, they some of the most talented, okay? And they get up here and say, I work real hard. To get where I've gotten, it was a long struggle. I mean, shit, a blowjob is hard work now. <laughs> Don't like cry louder, you are. <laughs> and I'm not saying this is Holly Beard. I'm just saying she just happened to be subject. Okay, so let's take a listen. What Gilbert Arenas is out here gossiping about saying he got. Now, Gilbert, leave this kind of talk to the to us. It's a podcast, okay? <laughs> Here you go. 
Oh, now she acting like she don't know us. <laughs> she wasn't saying that when she needed that part. Every single one of them hit. I was like, no, nah. No, not them. Yuck. Damn. They got the berry. Now, Gilbert, I think that was foul for you to tell that story. I ain't going to lie. You know, it's messed up, okay? But again, as I say, if these things are true, listen, girls, okay, because there's a lot of these women out here in Hollywood. It's been me too, me too. I bet me too. Me. But some of these helpers is the reason why a lot of these men were able to move that way because they would – partner with them and do that. A lot of these, I'm not saying that's what Holly Berry done. I'm saying that there are women in Hollywood who the whole transaction and they say, I was just, you know what I just say, I was out of work. I was so desperate for things. See, because people know that, listen, let me just say something. You have to determine, and this is what I would tell a young person today, because uh, you have to determine in your life whether you want to be famous or be a musician or be a singer or be an actor or an artist or whatever that entails. Being an artist is not just show business. Show business is a whole nother fucking beast, right? It's a lot of motherfuckers in show business that can't sing. Some motherfuckers in show business that can't act, but they movie stars. It's a lot of people out there. Because show business is a different beast. But I have seen great actresses in regional theater. I have seen great actors on Broadway. I've seen great actors and on uh, uh, people on off Broadway production. I've seen great act, uh, uh, singers in the local uh, cookie shop. Okay, remember I always tell y'all donut shop. You might want to see it's a donut shop because show business is a whole other beast. Show businesses are not defined your artistry. Okay, that's just a place if you happen to get there and you happen to move and more people happen to be exposed to your gifts and talents, that's great. But it doesn't make you any more of an actress than Angela Bassett if you're a great actress. You know what I'm saying? You could be doing local theater in different cities and stuff like that. There are a number of ways to become an artist, a performing artist, a performing person. But show the beast of fame and show business is different than the profession, it, the profession works through those um, those means, but those means are also they're very different. They're, it's it's a, it's a lot of stuff that comes with that. Okay, so when we talk about these these things called the casting couch out here, a lot of women have participated with men in abusing their power by sleeping with these dudes so they can get some movie roles. So there's a lot of chicks out here who's done what he's a legend that Holly Berry may have done, allegedly. 
It's a lot of chicks that's done done that in the industry. A lot of big stars. See, you don't even, I remember when I was having a discussion with this very popular person online. She cool like mud. She's from another country. Don't try to figure it out. I didn't know chicks in Hollywood. I was like, she's like, oh, she said, she said, you know, they be prostituting in Dubai. I was like, huh? What? This was years ago. Okay, I was like, what? She's like, you didn't know. I was like, I didn't know what. <laughs> she's like, actresses when they don't, when they in between jobs. Not all actresses, but some of the actresses in Hollywood, some of the very big ones, not all, not all, this is alleged, would be sleeping with businessmen and stuff for a weekend, for money and stuff in these places. Y'all don't want no tea. Talk about underpaid, baby. When they in between work, models, actresses, you talking about supermodels. Y'all don't even want to hear. Y'all, y'all don't want to know that. If y'all heard all the crazy money, I heard about one model being a matter. Yeah. The international. Let me. Hey, let me. Let me just. Uh, I'm just telling y'all, it's a lot of stuff, okay, that comes with the fame game. That don't mean you don't go out there and you don't get to, you don't try if you want to be a movie star and stuff like this. But you ain't gotta put up with crazy shit. You ain't gotta be so desperate that when somebody come in, when that's desperation. When you when you when you come in the door and somebody got his penis, out. I done heard some stories. Okay, I heard a story about a, a, a big time director having his penis out. When a chick walked in the door to audition, okay? Like saying, you know what you got to do to get this up. She a bit of shit off. But she did. She said no and gladly walked out. Rocked out, okay? But it's some woman that's going to come in there and do it. And they're going to move up the ranks, too. Okay? And so you and then you have us come and cry, some of y'all. Not all of y'all. Some of y'all have real stories of abuse and rapes. And true stories, okay? But there's a lot of these chicks that be coming uh, me too. When all they did is say yes to dudes like Harvey Weinstein. And they move their asses on up. When some chick who has said no, who can act circles around some of them chicks, she didn't get the role, probably got blackballed, all kind of stuff because she stood for her integrity. And these heifers help them abuse their power by participating with them. So does this story sound uh, strange to me? No, it doesn't. Now, Holly Berry, I ain't saying that she was out here doing these things, okay? I'm not saying that. But there are some women in this industry that have made it, and they have been doing these things, okay? And you heifers know who you are. You have helped to create that system. And you have empowered and enabled the abusers. And to me, you're no victim. You hold the turn to trick. And you got your money. 
which is the road. And that's all I say on that note. You know, I can appreciate a chick coming here and say, you know, yeah, I suffer Harvey a couple of times, shit, I need it work. <laughs> I respect it. I be like, oh, I got this thing. Me just tell the truth. <laughs> but some of these chicks, oh, they'll, they'll, they'll be embarrassed by what they did. They'll be embarrassed that they turned the trick. And then they'll be like, me too. Me. It was abuse. It made me. It made me. And all he did, his abuse was saying, hey, if you want to do this role, you have to sleep with me. That is abusive. And you have the right, and it's harassment, and you have the right to say no to it. But for some of you girls to say, okay, I mean, which role are you going to give me, Harvey? Am I going to be in, I'm going to be the star of my own movie? Yes, dear, you can have whatever you want to. You're going to move up the ranks in Hollywood. Well, bitch, you got your money. Okay? Don't come up here talking about me, too. I know it's going to upset some people. It's going to upset, uh, upset some of y'all. But I said what I said, okay? It's only Brady still out here trying to, I mean, if she's still out here trying to show us whether she's pregnant, she's not pregnant, she pregnant, I don't give a shit, girl. It's the dumbest publicity stunt that you've ever been on. I mean, this is annoyed with Chloe and Haley. Listen, and I love Chloe and Haley. I was one of the biggest advocates. Now, I did tell the truth when I saw them the first time on the, on the run tour. I said they were too much like Beyonce. And then when they put that album out, this last one, oh my God, I was so impressed. I was so proud. I became a fan. Okay. But now these little helpers is getting annoying. Now I said it. Haley, listen, okay? If you went, if you happy with DVD, I'm happy. Everybody happy. Okay? Thing is, what is this long, drawn-out thing to pretend you're pregnant or act like to just like I'm gonna play with the public? I mean, now people are wondering whether she had this baby or not. Now it looks like she had a baby because she's getting up like a woman who just had a baby when they hold on to them the chairs and stuff like that. But the question is, why are you pretending? Why are you hiding the baby, girl? Shit, come on out here. It's crazy. It's just crazy. It's just, let's talk about it. It's in the sun. It says, Haley Bailey fans say she secretly gave birth at the spot and giveaway sign and video of, of stay baking with DVG at home, okay? Haley Bailey fans are certain she's giving birth. The little name of star was captured on, in a festive tip on Snapchat, and fans all agree uh, that one detail proves she welcomed welcome the baby. Okay. Uh, in the clip, Hattie 23 set and made Christmas cookies with her boyfriend rapper, YouTuber, DDG, while DDG wore a Santa hat and a white tee. Hattie wore a colorful pajama with glam makeup, you know, whatever. However, fans honed in on the moment the film star rose from her seat to get a spatula, knowing how she stood very slowly and grabbed the table for support. Okay, it did look like she's acting like a girl who had a baby. The question, though, becomes is what are you doing? Like, it is, why are you, like, just say I had a baby. It doesn't stop people from talking about you and speculating about your relationship with DVD and all this shit. Okay, he didn't want to put out that son, that famous bitch or whatever that son was. Shit. Okay? 
You the one that put that shit, lot of shit out there. That kind of embarrass you. Nobody, we just talk about it, okay? But what's wrong with saying you have this baby? Oh, I'm, y'all, I'm not pregnant. I've been playing with it. What's the, what's the long, drawn-out, mysterious shit? She getting on my nerves. She says, to me, you ain't got nothing else doing. You supposed to be, purple come out, you supposed to be promoing or something. Jesus Christ. I'm trying to get this stuff. You know, I don't have time for foolishness. Say it's foolish. Either you had the baby or not. Congratulations if you had. Taraji was crying this week. Is that Taraji crying? About, about, not having no, what was she crying about? She crying. They not getting paid enough? Well, we got to figure it out. What is it at? Taraji people. Before, before I talk about Taraji crying, Okay. The color purple came out. What is the color purple? The color purple, the musical, because it's a difference. Because this is the Broadway adaptation. They take the Broadway adaptation of the of the movie, and they put it on screen. You know, a, a musical on screen. And I just said, I mean, once it's a fucking enough for the color purple. Okay, no. Serious, once on film is enough. I'm like, don't we got other stories to tell? I understood the Broadway play. I thought that was a I didn't I didn't see the Broadway play, but I heard it was very good and I can respect it. But did y'all need to sit, did y'all need to put this shit on film? Especially at Christmas. I know a lot of people saying, Oh, the musical's so great, the musical's so good. but it was so much controversy surrounding the color purple. It's the depiction of black males. It's the depiction of what how, I mean, like, at Christmas time, is that what we really want to see? Now, I'm going to have to go see it because y'all don't want me to give a thing. With, I barely watched the first, the movie Color Purple. I'm like, I haven't seen that movie in parts, I think. <laughs> it's going to pop that shit draining. It's sad. I mean, I got to just that thing misogyny and all this stuff. At Christmas, do we got another little Christmas musical story? Because and what's the deal with all these remakes? Damn! Congratulations to the women who are in Color Purple and people who got work because of it. I'm proud of y'all. But what I will say is, seriously, do we have to reach to the people who remade this shit? Could they not gave them something different to do? Oh my. God, I'd rather see Grease 2 be remade over. And I love me some Grease 2. And I don't ever want y'all, that don't mean I want y'all to touch Grease 2, okay? People say, Carlotta, which Grease you like better? I always say Grease 2. I want a cool rider. If you're cool enough, he can burn me through and through. Y'all remember that? Uh, if it take Michelle Pfeiffer forever, you know, forever. Y'all remember that? If I'm not an ordinary guy. An ordinary guy's gonna do. I want a rider. That's cool. Oh my God, I used to love that stuff. Grease 2 was a bomb. <laughs> I love Grease 2 way better than I did Grease 1. I wanted a few. Reproduction. Reproduction. <laughs> Grease 2. Grease 2 was a... I would take y'all remaking Grease 2 for a color purple. Shit. The black version of Grease 2. Give me something white at Christmas time. Y'all want me to start dissecting misogyny after uh, slavery and how black men act allegedly. I mean, how do you act? I mean, it's just too much at Christmas time. 
then y'all put music to it, and oh my God, it's a lot. I, I, I got to prepare my mind for it all. Help me, Lord. Like, is it the color purple? The movie itself wasn't enough. Jeez. Congratulations to y'all. It was it made eighteen million dollars first day. Good. Okay, that's nice. Jeez. But yet Taraji's on here crying about her pay. Did Oprah pay you well, Taraji? Taraji, you have the audacity to say you're thinking. Okay, let's 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 listen to Taraji cry, saying the same stuff. Monique. Shout out to Monique. And Daddy. Hey, Daddy. And Monique. <laughs> Daddy, 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 tell her. Daddy, what was he saying the other day, Daddy, about Daddy and Monique had it right, okay? Monique and Daddy was out here saying stuff, and none of you entertainers came out and helped Monique out. Okay? All y'all was shit. Quiet as a church man. Now, Shirazi, I'm here a few years later. She had took the steam from Color Purple. Now we all paying attention to her pay. We like, damn, man, get paid no money. <laughs> I don't really feel that sorry because, you know, I'd be like, she spent $150,000 per episode of Empire. Yeah, I feel like you should have got paid way more because I understand that, you know, they made millions off of Empire. But listen to this. Check this out, Shirazi. Listen, $150,000 is better than what a lot of people out here, people struggling with this high inflation at Christmas and all this stuff. And you said they're crying. She had about $150,000 per episode. Uh, per episode. And there was a show she was on for five years. Yeah, please. Some of us was a little bit from Trick Daddy. This is right. Stop talking. Are you thinking about it? Um, and I heard on the street, Taraji, you had the audacity to say you're thinking about getting stopping acting. We said, stop talking. Are you thinking about it? Um, I'm just tired of working. So hard, being gracious at what I do, getting paid a fraction of the cost. I'm tired of hearing my sister say the same thing over and over. Um, you get tired. I hear people go, you work a lot. And when you start working a lot, you know, you have a team. Big bills come with what we do. We don't do this alone. The fact that we're the whole entire team behind us. They have to get paid. So when you hear someone saying, oh, such and such made $10 million, no, that's not, that, that didn't make it to their account. Know that off the top, Uncle Sam is getting 50%. Okay? So do the math. Now we have $5 million. Your team is getting 30% or whatever your team is off of what you gross, not after what Uncle Sam took. Now do the math. So I just, I'm, I'm, a, I'm only human, and, and it seems every time I do something and I break another glass ceiling, when it's time to renegotiate, I'm at the bottom again like I never did what I just did, and I'm just tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. I get that. 
it wears on you, you know? Because what does that mean? What is that telling me? What is it telling me? Yeah. And what does it tell me? Yeah. You know? And if I can't fight for them coming up behind me, then what the fuck am I doing? I'm sorry. Yeah. No, don't apologize. Don't apologize. I, I think it's an important message for people to hear because we see the lights, camera, action. Yep, yep. And then and they tell so me we don't yep. translate overseas. Yeah. 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 I'm tired of hearing that my entire career, 20 plus years in the game, and I hear the same thing, and I see what you do for another production, and when it's time for us to go to bed, you don't have any money. Mm-hmm. They play in your face. Mm-hmm. And I'm just supposed to smile and grin and bear it and just keep, like, enough is enough. Mm-hmm. That's why I have other things. I have my TPH brand. I have my mental wellness. I have other things because this industry, if you let it, it'll steal your soul. But I refuse to let that happen. Yeah. Oh, Taraji, you're just heartbroken about that $3.5 million that you do get. Taraji, what you going to do? Okay. Hold on, hold on. Even if you get... $100,000 a film. Where the fuck is you going to get $100,000 like in a swap? Like, you know how, you know, it's people out here. Let me let me put y'all up on game, okay, Taraji? Uh, black people in America, what's the average income of black Americans? Jesus, I got to bring some reality to these people. Oh, God, I can't. Because they say, I do understand that some of them should be getting paid more. And, yes, they've been letting Hollywood execs, and they know who they are, play in their faces for years. Now they're bringing in uh, foreign actors from uh, Britain and other places to replace y'all. We told y'all that, but y'all now y'all here crying. <laughs> That's going to be working for a lot cheaper and less. But, you know, never work. But average income for black Americans. Take a Taraji act like she's going to quit show business. Okay, Taraji. I don't know where else she's going to get that kind of dollars. It's in 2022, what was the average? This is according to Statista. What is the average income? The median income in 2022 was at $52,860 for black households. Now, that doesn't probably separate us into black American, like knowing what black Americans mean, okay? Uh, 52 thousand you was making triple that in an episode pardon us if we ain't worried about some shit right now if you walk away no and i i respect you more than, listen listen taraji i i get it i i respect that black actors and actresses need to be more respected and pay more, especially compared to some of them white actors and actresses who be having tons of failing um, uh, 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 movies and everything, yet they still keep putting money into them. I get that. I understand that. But you got to understand something else, too. You out here complaining to people who's hard, who going every day, 50, who making most of your people in America, black Americans, are making $52,000. What's that median household income in a freaking year, Taraji? You come out. We carry with us a team. 
understood what Monique was saying. Monique was saying, Monique wasn't complaining about her salary. Monique understood that she negotiated $50,000 to do the movie. But Monique was saying, hey, baby, sugar, I got to work. I can't be doing promotion because I ain't got no money to be flying around right. So y'all got to give me a little bit more to help me in order to do promotion for the movie. I can respect that. I understood that. Because they didn't pay her a huge salary for the movie, and she had to go back to work in her other jobs, and they were getting mad at her about that. But she's like, shit, I got to survive. <laughs> With Tyler, everybody was fighting on Monique, okay? Now, I am saying this is, y'all got to be careful of the timing. Y'all choose to come out here and start talking like, like, oh, like Gabrielle Union, crazy, tone-deaf ass. Look, look, she she was out here. What was she doing? And she's a Scorpio, too. Look, is it October? Is it because she's in October? I don't know. I don't know what the reason is. But she was walking around and looked like on big, huge ground talking about her pay in Hollywood from her man. People don't, it does not translate to the people you think it's supposed to translate. Because people like sitting there going, you walking around from your mansion telling us about <laughs> how you not get paid. <laughs> it's wrong. It's wrong. Y'all got to understand timing. Taraji, we can go quick and go to, okay? Where can you make $150,000? In a swap like that for one episode, one episode. That's just one. When are you going to do that, Karate? Now, I have heard some tea that they was, they been getting cute. I heard a room. Okay. And other bloggers have been talking about this on YouTube and everything. About a certain person. Working on the color purple, low-balling Taraji in the cast. They called him up and told him, this is all we can give you. Okay? Because they say Taraji allegedly might be crying to the color purple pack. Now, this person has been known to underpay another actress who spoke up about now, the rumor is with Taraji and them that this the big-time director came up to them, came up to her after she heard her crying and everything and said, whoa, what are you crying for? You could have negotiated higher. And she's like, I didn't know that. This person told me that this is all they could give. And they're like, no way. We had this on the table for you. This is allegedly, allegedly the tea that's going out, Okay. And that they so they were so enthralled with this particular person and wanted to be on the color purple because they said the rumors was that Taraji almost turned her down. And maybe Taraji, you should have turned that shit down, right? But you didn't because you wanted to be a part of the color purple. I won't be part of the remake. I won't be part of the remake. Okay? And she lowballed your ass and got you in there. Allegedly. And you found out you could have negotiated for more. And you couldn't walk away because you couldn't say no because 
Some of y'all are playing the same game and not the business game and not the uh, long game. So, Taraji, you out here crying about $150,000 per episode and all that stuff. Yeah, you got a team. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. I got a team. I got to finish my team. My team takes 30% of that. That's $10 million all I missed is 3.5. Oh, my God. I'm just struggling out here. Help me, Lord. And we, regular people, are looking at you talking about shit. You know what I can do with $3.5 million? <laughs> now, regular people, let me explain to you why you you sitting up here looking at Taraji and you going, she's crazy as hell. What's wrong with their asses? Okay? Listen, okay, this is why. Because they they sell, they sell illusions. This is what Yvette Cornell and 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 uh, and uh, Tone Talk. Even though I don't agree with everything you said and Tone says, but this is one of the things they've been talking about: the decadent veil. They call celebrities the decadent veil because they hide the progress of Black Americans because they're looking like they're living some sort of glamorous, all-out going life and stuff. But really, they struggling where they at in that atmosphere because what they're doing is they're paying for these big lifestyles that they really, you know. It, 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 it's too much for them financially because they're tr- because part of the fame game is to look glamorous. You know what I'm saying? And so they trying to pay for hundred million, you know, uh, for a two million dollar mansion, right? And you said, well, shit, this is nice for at mansions out here for five hundred thousand dollars. If they did that in L.A., they live in a shack. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying This is why they crying. They trying to maintain a lifestyle. That's why Taraji say she got too much. She's selling y'all mental health. She hustling y'all mental health, and she hustling y'all all kind of other stuff. Just she, she in trouble. I understand that part. I understand Taraji. Y'all better move. Do what these all these other actors and actors. What they doing? They move to these other cities because you might. Yeah, y'all might have to get out of L.A. It's a rough, it's a, it's a rough one. It's a rough one, Tyrod. It's rough out in these streets. But I can't say that I actually feel so sad because Monique was talking about this and nobody said anything. And then secondly, it's like you're complaining about $150,000 saying you just may have to quit acting. No, you may have to tone down your lifestyle. Because there are people out here in America who can't relate. Late, they live in off of $52,000 a year. They're like, damn, that's twice the world. I mean, she made that for for maybe a few days worth of work. <laughs> Where else she going to do that, Taraji? <laughs> we are working your ass out. Most actors and actresses do not make that kind of money that Taraji P. Henson and we're talking about. And I'm not, that doesn't mean I, I'm, I'm saying, it sounds like I'm belittling them, but I'm not. I understand 
that they are underpaid compared to their white counterparts and people out there, but they've got to understand the long game too. And when to talk about these things and to be sensitive towards the people they're representing, because you want black people to feel sorry for you when the median income of the last of the black families is sixty-two thousand dollars. Okay, child, you want them, you want black people to start saying, "Well, because I think them ain't getting paid enough, one hundred and fifty thousand dollars." We're struggling out there. Somebody like, "If I had one hundred and fifty thousand dollars in a no, she made in a year." Okay, wait, let's see, what was it? About seven or eight episodes of Empire in a year. So Tarasi was walking away with Empire from the from the five or six years she worked on Empire. She probably walked away with a good six million dollars. Okay. Now she said that half of that just take what Uncle Sam because he's living in California. Okay. Three million. Thirty percent of that goes to yo. 300000 goes to your, when that's left, to your team. And then you just left with, a, a two, I mean, what is it, about $3 million, not $2.8, 2 not something million dollars? Damn. Plus endorsements and stuff like that. Ooh, it's a hard life to write. Ooh, somebody out here like, ooh. Somebody said, child, I can live out for $2 million for years. <laughs> Tell y'all to be sensitive to the, to the group you're trying to get to advocate for you. Because we people out here struggling, and they don't they listen to their child with these outrageous amounts of money, and they are not getting it. They're like, huh? <laughs> and plus, y'all complaining now when y'all should have been and gathered and got behind Monique and and really went to bat for yourselves at that point. Okay, so just messed up out here. Sorry for you, Taraji. I'm sorry. It's sad. It's and and if it's true, if they under uh. Uh, they underpaying you, girl, that's sad. Okay. Nobody backed Monique up a few years ago. Monique was out here like a long ranger, okay? And she was out here uh, uh, just sad. And you know what, black people, you never, do not let these people, these Hollywood, rotten Hollywood execs tell you that as a black American, you do not translate in Hollywood. You have been the persona. Pers- Listen, I want. This is why I want black Americans to be proud of their of the energy you have created in your culture. Your culture has went out over the world. Has a personification of blackness. And I think people in the diaspora can agree, agree with that by being in America. Our culture went out everywhere. We taught people hip-hop. We taught people uh, R&B. That translates, okay? How you think these little young white boys, uh, the Beatles and stuff, singing rock and roll, that's our culture translating to them. These are lies, they say, lies to control control you and control your shit. Don't believe that white supremacy. Bullcrap. Black Americans definitely, it, more than anybody in the diaspora, and that's not hating on my brothers and sisters throughout the diaspora. It's just that we were put up as a personification of blackness because we built a superpower, and that superpower was able to spread our culture out over the world. And we have been the personification of blackness. And you can't tell me that don't translate. You're a liar. 
if you saying it don't. The hip hop was started by Jamaica. Hip hop was started by black folks in America, okay? And it don't go nowhere as black people in America. Black people in America have been the culture makers, the culture uh, 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 tasted for years. What we, what the kids was wearing in the hoods, the little girls in the hoods and stuff, it, it became popular. So don't let nobody tell you you don't translate. Those are all lies. Okay? You know that ain't true. Common sense tell you that ain't true. Okay, but a lot of these black sub American celebrities they in denial, part of the end game, the end crowd. And Monique tried to tell y'all, no, you're not. And now they find out the hard way because they out here and they spend, they telling all y'all teeth, all y'all. Now, Taraji, you had that same manager, Holly Berry. Had. Y'all look up Taraji and Holly Berry's manager. Y'all see them coming. I better hope no tea, don't no tea come out here. Because they spread, it's, it's a lot of tea you're running around coming out on everybody up or up there. <laughs> speaking of that, how y'all gonna pull my bitches into the madness of these freak outs? Okay, oh, he's talking about bitches, like, he's out here in freak out. I was, I refuse. Listen, I never believed the Bishop Jakes is out here in freak out. Okay, I didn't. I, 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 you know what I consider that? And no offense, listen. I, I listen. I go to Bishop Jakes. I've been a member of the Potter's House. It's no offense to Bishop or anybody else. I thought that was a red herring put up by public. Something so ridiculous, something so crazy to make y'all look at that specific thing of Diddy. At I don't know where that came from. TDJ said Diddy parties. He has been at a party, I think, for his birthday, and it was a lot of people there. But to make y'all think that to pay y'all paying so attention to some, paying attention to something so ridiculous that you don't see the other allegations, because there's a whole nother set. Oh yeah, I see Bishop. I love you, but I gotta talk about it. This is what I do. Now Bishop talked this Sunday. And Bishop's right. Let me just say this. Bishop's right when he said said that if he did do some things, all he got to do is repent. See, that's true because in the church, that's what you have to do. Repentance means to turn around, to change your life, to be sorry, to to be to be truly sorry and truly sincere and sorry and uh, get it right. Christianity is a very hard concept for people to realize. I was, I was talking the other day to somebody about uh, the concepts of Christianity. And they were saying they don't understand certain things. And I was saying, because they were saying, because we were talking about some, like a serial killer, like, um, I forget the dude who was eating people. I forget his name. But we were talking about him and how he said he became a Christian. People, you know, the rumors, he became a Christian before he was killed in prison or whatever. Uh, oh, I just had his name in my head. Dang. What was it? A Jeffrey Donald. Okay. And I was saying, that the concept of the Bible is that check this out. This is this is mind blowing to my person. Said that Jeffrey Dahmer 
if he was a sincere, if he sincerely had repented and asked God for forgiveness, he could have went to heaven. Whereas some people he killed, who died in sin, who didn't want no forgiveness or something, according to the Christian concept, they went to hell. That was so mind-blowing. She's like, what? what? I don't understand it. And I was saying, because Christianity is not based on good and bad. Christianity is based on we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Not one person is righteous. No, not one. And that it is the that Jesus represents the restoration of humanity and an acceptance of Him and Christ, the Christ way of life. Okay, so that's what Christianity is—a restorative faith, a restorative uh, uh, spirituality and religion. And when you understand it in those concepts, it can be pretty mind blowing. So when Bishop Jake says, "Some of y'all got here, like, what he said, he got to do that's true. And repentance is not just I'm sorry, it means changing a turnaround. So, uh, but let me get to uh, what was going, what, what, what happened here. Let me see if I can pull up Bishop Jake at the Potter's House and what he said this week. He got y'all all ruffled. And we're going to talk about it. Uh, let's see. Okay, let's see. Let's see if I can get it up here. Please take the response there. Somebody has it up here. Let me see if they got If I can get the whole thing. All of you who expect me to address a lie, you can log on. I will not use this sacred day at this sacred pulpit to address a lie when I have a chance to preach a truth. I will stand straight up, head up, back straight, and preach the unadulterated and tolerable word of God. Because that is what the pulpit is for. But there will be a time. You can stop dragging people and arguing with people and fighting and just lock off. All you do is just hit the button. Right there. Log off. There is no show here. But it was. And you did. Okay. Uh, yeah. So let's talk about it. Okay. Uh, listen. This is. I am a big. I love TD Jakes. The moment I saw TD Jakes at Azusa in Tulsa, Oklahoma, when I when I was going to school, I was like, "Oh my God, where is this man come from?" I had never heard a pop. I mean, oh my lord, talking about a word, talking about an insightful. Look at the word of God. You cannot take it. The Bible says the gifts of God, the gifts of God is without repentance. God gives you gifts. And such an orator, powerful orator of the word of God. I mean, I've never, never heard anything quite like Bishop Jakes, okay? 
Made my made my Popeye's clothes. That's, and that's no joke. My Popeye can preach, okay? Uh, but listen, okay? Powerful. Very mind-blowing. But men of God and women of God and people of God, I had talked about this last week when we talked about Lauren Hill. I said some of the most spiritual people in the world sometimes be having the most crazy stuff going on. They be having some of the most wild-ish in their life. So when you read the Bible, okay, read the Bible, read the Bible. Read about the so The Bible is like a soap opera, especially the Old Testament. Oh, my God. My favorite stories of David. <laughs> you know, my favorite stories were at the end of David's life. They said to make sure David was dead, they sent the virgin into the room because see if the king was dead. Because if he was, if he was dead, if he was dead, he wouldn't respond to us. Because David likes some women, okay? David, <laughs> David was the king who covered up his affair, okay? Saw a fine woman bathing outside and was like, whoa, she back. Bathsheba, right? You know, so they was like, who's she back? She called And Bathsheba just happened to be out there white, taking a bath in the eye shot of the king. Tell Bathsheba was like, tell my husband, girl, I'm trying to get some love. Okay, that king is fine over there. Okay. And they had a show enough good time. And what? They produced a child, right? And David tried to cover it up. Okay. By sending the uh, sending her husband to war on the front line to get him killed. Mr. David was a mess. But you know what the Bible says? The Bible says David was a friend of God. David was the Bible said David was God's friend. David, why did God love David so much? Wasn't that David was not punished for his sin? He 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 got a lot of stuff in his life with his children, all kind of stuff. But David knew how to turn it around. When David would mess up, he would learn. He would not just he would repent. They was repenting a lot. <laughs> David was doing the best. Okay, David's the same dude who let his his son make his daughter. See, David had a lot of. Uh, if you read David's story, it's a lot of dealing with sexual sin, a lot of things in his his lifestyle and everything like that. But David, God chose David to be the king, the kingship that that one day Jesus would sit on the throne. David, King David, the throne of David is the throne that Jesus would sit on. Jesus is from the lineage of David. Now look at the people in Jesus' lineage. It's prostitute. It's craziness. God, 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 God saying, God saying, y'all a mess. <laughs> it's to me that's the difference, okay? So that's how Christianity sees um, imperfectness, people who are imperfect. So, you know, I always used to say, until y'all see Jesus climbing out the window, <laughs> don't tell me about what no man is out here doing. Men will let you down, okay? Because men, you have a sin in their life, okay? Now, with that said, okay, Bishop, there have been rumors for years that Bishop Jakes was bisexual. These are not new rumors, okay? Okay, there's been rumors for years. 
I don't believe anything about no Diddy parties. I don't. I believe that was a red herring. I believe it was a red herring meant to be something so ridiculous to distract you from the other allegations that seem more plausible. Now, it's what Bishop J did say. Okay. It's like I said this to Eddie about this about Eddie Long. Hey, when Eddie Long said, I got a screenshot and something. Eddie Long didn't design no allegations. And I said, Okay, Eddie Long, oh Lord. Oh Lord, what he just mean done did. Okay. Now, I will say this about Bishop Jake. Bishop Bishop got up there and said it was a lie. The, what he was saying was a lie was the red herring. I ain't been at no freak outs with Diddy's party. But is the other this bishop? This isn't the only rumors that are out here. The rumors that are out here is that allegedly Bishop Jakes has had relationships with uh, other men and things in the church. Okay, and Bishop Jakes is a married man. Okay, um, and he's supposed to be a, a heterosexual man, right? So the thing is, when I don't hear preachers come out, because it's very important, and I understand why he didn't, because probably because of legal, legal representation and things like that probably told him, hey, don't say this is how you, you keep it brief. This is what you say, blah, 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 blah. But I feel like men of God, because the appearance of evil sometimes from men who are in the pulpit, so you can, your, your, Sin can cause many people to fall away. So sometimes I think they have to be as open as possible when they get up there, okay? These are not perfect people. I don't expect them to be, okay? And um, uh, if that's so, I don't know if these rumors are true or not. But my only concern was that there was no denial. Like, you know, like Eddie Long, when I said there was no denial, no getting up there saying, I am not gay. I am married. I've been married to my wife. But since this time, I don't know what little rumors y'all trying to put out here on me, but these them rumors ain't true. But instead, he only went with the one red hearing rumor. That's an old publicity trick, in my personal opinion. I'm not saying that's what Bishop Jason, his publicist, did, but to me, it's a red hearing. Sometimes people put out a red hearing, something so ridiculous, so crazy, like Bishop Jake at Diddy's freak-off party, because they know you would ignore the thousand other allegations, I mean, the several other allegations that seem more plausible because you you paying attention to this big old thing right here that you know ain't true. And then he can come out and deny that only boomers. Now, people say, Carlotta, how would you act if Mr. Jakes came out and said, he was, yes, I have a relationship with me and everything. I would say, yeah, well, he needs to sit down. That's what they say in the church. You need to sit down, get your mind together, get your spirit together, find out what's going on with you. If you gay man or whatever, you know, make amends, get your life together. That's repentance. You cannot the problems with today is people still want to work in the pulpit and stuff when they need to be getting their minds together. So a lot of times when men find themselves, men and women find themselves in the midst of messes in a church, sometimes you just need, especially if you're a preacher or something, that means you need rest and you need restoration and you need to sit down and get and allow for a healing 
to come in your life. It's better God stop your whole ministry than you you get people, send people to hell in their mind, send people to hell, uh, send your own self to hell. Okay. So, I mean, and there's been lots of controversies in the church, okay? You know, church people ain't perfect. You know, the difference is, is they got a state, they have a God that they they use, that God is, God is, is who they lean on when they mess up. Unlike they feel like people in the world don't got nobody. But they say, hey, I got God. When I am weak, he is strong. When I'm a mess, God got me. Church folks is messy because they're human. And, yes, there's a standard they have to live up to. They are trying. They are learning to redo their life. It's just like, say, for instance, if you've been smoking all your life, right, and you're trying to stop something because you know it's bad for your health. You're like, I'm trying to put these cigarettes down. It's going to take time. Okay? If you was, if you were a reformed hoe in the church now, it may take time to put the penis in. Let's be real here. You could be in church and you could be in a relationship like, like, like who was I? Remember the story I always talk about Amy Grant on here. And Vince Gill and all that. Amy Grant kind of fell in love with Vince Gill when she was married, okay? Like, and Amy Grant and Vince Gill is together now, married. They've been married for years, right? But it was a big controversy because she was a big time gospel singer. And it was hard for people to accept that her and Steve Kirkett. Was going to be because Stephen Curtis Chapman was a big time guy, guy singer too, right? And then people love that perfect relationship. They was like, oh, it's perfect. They got three kids. They got da 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 da. But there was a lot of stuff going on there that we knew nothing that people didn't know nothing about. Okay, and she and they she said during her marriage she did not she she just there was a that probably an emotional going on because she fell in love with somebody else. Okay, these people in the church are not perfect. I don't want me to start talking about Sandy Patty. Wasn't Sandy Patty out here? She married her, 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 her boyfriend. Hey, listen, I don't know. I'm just telling y'all, it's a lot of mess. Okay, we go on in church. People ain't perfect out here in these church streets. But these pastors have a have a message to tell you how to live a better life, and sometimes they don't always live up to the standard themselves because they are human. Okay, but they have to be dealt with too because they have a job that requires a lot from them. Okay, to whom much is given, much is required. Okay, now Bishop Jake, I think it's kind of arrogant to get up there and just say, "Well, I'm not going to tell. I'm not going to address a lie, and I'm not going to just yes, the lie is Diddy at the pray. I know you ain't been there for no freak out. You ain't that dumb. I don't think that. I don't think so. But it's the other allegation. It's saying, "Hey." I am a married man. I am not practicing. I'm going to say that they don't never say that's interesting to me that there's no denial of those things. That's all I'm saying. And I love Bishop. I go to Bishop's church. I've interviewed uh, uh, Bishop before. I've interviewed Cora. I love, I, I, one of the happiest things in my life when I got, got to Texas and I came to, to Potter's house the first time. And I got to hear Bishop preach in the 90s at the Potter's house. To come here often. 
Then I got to join it. I love the potter's house. Love this, but I got to keep it real in these streets, okay? And y'all flagging bloggers for doing their job is crazy. When all you got to do is simply ask these questions, answer these questions. Have you been doing something that's wrong? If you have, go sit down and get some healing and some restoration. But don't sit up here and try to play people in your church, make people feel guilty for coming to see what's going on with you and stuff like that. Is you is you not doing something crazy? That's all. That's as simple as that. And you do all the people that answer and they that thing. Okay. Next is Tyler Perry. Okay, Tyler. We don't talk about Tyler. Let me take a break before we get to Tyler. Okay. I'm gonna take a break and I'm gonna come back about Tyler Perry. Okay. Another one that rumors have been out here forever. Now, allegedly this week, Christian Keyes came forth, he's an actor, saying a certain, certain somebody in Hollywood, powerful director who's a billionaire, has been sexually harassing him. When we get back, we're going to talk about the possibility of that being Tyler Perry, okay? I don't know who else it could be, allegedly, okay? But, you know, I'm going to tell you all my thoughts on that and everything but meanwhile, okay, let's listen to who's gonna listen to oh, I'm about to remake that man. Since we turn talking about not perfect. We gonna be playing I got I'm playing Twelve Nights of Christmas from Mark Kelly. Okay, don't be mad, okay. I like this song. Be back in a moment.
right here on Blog Talk Radio. We'll be right back. And you don't stop, keep, keep it on, keep it on, keep, keep it on. You don't stop, keep, keep it on, keep, keep it on. Where the party at? Party. I love that song. That never gets old. It's the CC Show. I am Halada. We are back in these streets. We're talking about the takedown of black celebrities through scandals this week. It's been tons of them coming out on celebrities, black celebrities. I mean, it's just all over the place. All kinds of scandals. Okay? If you're a black celebrity right now and you did some shit in the 90s and the uh, 2000s, I remember I heard this story. about a BT party. I want to tell y'all, because it's sad. It's one of y'all favorites, too, man, to tell you. Y'all wouldn't even, somebody y'all won't even think y'all ain't never thought about being bisexual, okay? 
I heard a story about them, secret parts of the party, with some transsexual women doing the most. Right, listen. I'm just telling y'all. It, 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 you can't hide it no more. Like, some people shaking in their boots from the 90s. They like, damn, I hope Tim come out. Damn. I mean, Diddy right now having to fight allegations about some chick in the 90s. Allegedly, there's rumors that a gangbang. Wow. You know what it is, what happens is when we get, when it seems like when black people in America, you remember Chris Rock said one time that, White people in America, they can be the Kennedys and they can boot, you know, sell moonshine, be bootleggers or whatever, and it's okay. But black people have to be perfect. Yeah, it's almost like when we try to do, uh, <laughs> we try to get up morally and unethical, and we go too far with stuff. We have a course correction, <laughs> and y'all are sitting there. Celebrities are sitting in the middle of course correction because it's been a lot of y'all been able to do away with a lot of. Dirty stuff, but now ain't gonna be so easy no more. Go to them eyes while I sit playing them orgies. I ain't gonna know who might be watching, who might be snapping pictures. Who might know you bisexual and you trying to act like you straight out in these streets? Okay. Listen, it be stories out there. See, be the TV out in these streets. I just be telling, I be trying to tell y'all, y'all be it really don't be hidden for you, some of y'all. Okay, just the majority of people don't know it yet. But let's talk about Christian Keys this week. Threatened to cancel the answer. Christian Keys threatened to cancel the fuck out of tie up here. This is according to yourweb.com. It says fans back to Christian Keys are coming for tie up here as they are convinced. He's influential entertainment figure who sexually harassed the actor. And actually, he talked about two people. He also talked about a billionaire philanthropist, businessman, okay? And a lot of people think that's allegedly, allegedly, Robert Smith, some people are saying. But that's it. We reported previously Kills with Keys revealed in an Instagram live session Friday night that he has been sexually harassed for years and even sexually assaulted by a powerful man whose name he did not reveal. This person was sexually harassing me for years, said Keys. Explained that the powerful man bragged about having multiple young black men on the payroll, and they just had to show up when he requested them to be there, she said. Clearly, that's why it felt to him that it was okay to say these things. Okay? Uh, Keith is speaking out after being empowered by Cassie's $30 million lawsuit against uh, Sean Diddy Combs. He even threatened to release recordings of the man sexually stalking him. Now, when he did that, when he talks about that, I'm going to listen to play, let y'all play some of the videos. But I have to say this, Christian, I know you got a good reputation from some of your peers in Hollywood, but I have to say that when you said you had audio and all that stuff, I was like, is this a, are you trying to, are you low-key trying to extort this person? Because it sounded like that. It sounded like that. And then you still didn't come out with the person's name. So it was, it was interesting, okay? But let's listen to a little bit of what Christian had to say on here. same time this person was 
There are there are uh, people that will and have and will continue to, unfortunately, offer these things. And some of them are your heroes. Some of them are like, oh yeah, such and such is amazing and he does this and he does that. Yeah, but he also does this and that. I, um, at some point soon, it's going to have to come out. (laughs) I've kept one of these on me since 05. Um, whether it's a keychain recorder or a pen because most predators would check your phone. And Okay, so Christian said he been taking y'all with pins and, and all this stuff. So you know you've been you know if you a predator and you done said you know said, Christian, yeah, you know, you come on over to after this film here and and, and get a little peek. He done taped you, okay? And see that's to me now I found that interesting that he told that. To me, that's what he was saying to the person. You better call up, say hello, say something. To me, it felt a little bit of Christian. I know you got a good reputation, but it just felt, I could be wrong, but it felt a little bit blackmailing to me. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But let me just say this. If it's Tyler Perry, Tyler Perry, Tyler Perry, okay? Listen, (laughs) y'all... Telling y'all, 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 oh Lord, this is just—it's not—it's not smart. If you is out here 
and you really are harassing me. If this is Tyler Perry, and I don't see how it cannot be, how it can be anybody not be. Mm. Not a good thing, okay? Not a good thing. Not a good thing for hot black Hollywood. It won't be a good thing for black actors and actresses. I mean, well, no, nah, well, you know, wait a minute. I can't say that because that's some of that stuff they be, they be having to act out in the Oval. Lord, I'll be praying for them. Mm-mm-mm. But, uh-huh. It's a possibility that some of these things could be true. And if so, wow. I mean, listen, I am not shocked about anything. I be hearing so much tea. Listen, I heard a tea about an actor right now that y'all swear. It's probably a goody two shoes all day long. And child, they say you got a whole other family. And he's secretly eyes. I ain't gonna say no name. But if y'all knew it, who it was. Y'all be saying. And Christian Key said, if y'all knew who his person was, y'all assume it's Tyler Perry. If it was Tyler Perry, I believe it would hurt a lot of people, especially people in the church, because a lot of people in the church have backed Tyler Perry. This is very interesting. So I wouldn't be surprised about this at all. Um, you know, I hope not. But Chaz, you never know. I mean, she's Christian. Ain't really. He didn't deny it being Tyler Perry. A lot of people thought he denied it being Tyler Perry, but he said the other day he hasn't let anybody out the hook. So to me, that was all but confirming in my head that was Tyler Perry. Okay, I'm not saying he is. I'm just saying what it looked like. Okay, so very sad. Okay, uh, you know, this week I saw this. I got to see this lady, very interesting lady. My mother told me about. She's like, you gotta check this chick out called the Queen Maker. Name's Princella, and she talks about men and the and their capability to love. It was very interesting. Now I don't agree with everything she said, but I'm gonna still say a mad game. So I want y'all to hear a little bit of her uh, from. Um, what's this? Um, I'll be I'll be on you. She's on uh, Real Life Productions. This is Mitch. From her real life productions, uh, but you guys can check out the full interview on real life productions uh, thing. I also shared it on my call out of chat with Facebook page, so y'all can go uh, just hit the button and take you to YouTube to listen to this whole interview. Very interesting, but check it out. To men and what they pursue and use women for. So, yeah. <laughs> Barlow, and uh, they actually have been trying to get in contact with me for a while, and it was actually a couple of months, and then I finally got a chance to respond, and then we set this interview up this week, and as Mm. circumstance would have it, it, you know what I mean? Um, Tell me about the book. Well, um, it's a book for women. Um, 
And typically, you know, men don't read stuff, you know, written for women. Right. But when you're talking about about them in the way I'm talking about them, men seem to want to know what's in this book because, you know, (laughs) I'm giving up the secrets about male nature, and it's really not a secret if you just pay attention, right? It's evident, right? So um, the book is called The Game, 41 Shades of Men, The Pursuit to Subdue and Use You. So um, I've analyzed men, and I've come up with 41 different types of men and what they pursue and use women for. So, yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, you know, I'm, I'm a woman. You know, not only, listen, last oh, you said, we're using women? Men, yeah. men using women. Yeah, and that's why you're smiling because, you know, it's <laughs> Yeah, and you can't even say that with a... Wow. She's very interesting. Her view is very interesting. Check her out on the Real, Real Life Productions. Very good interview. She says y'all men are not capable of love. Not the kind of love women are looking for. Interesting. Now, she is, um, she's been married before. But now she had she's a she's a lesbian, and she talks about that. I mean, very interesting, very interesting conversation about how she views men, relationships, everything. All right, men are always in the pursuit of somewhat of using women. Very interesting. It is interesting. I want to read her book. I'm interested. <laughs> So, you know, she but she what she said something very interesting in this interview. She says that she thinks women should just pick a man and share him in the community cuz that you know, like basically me can't be loyal. They're just good for it. <laughs> It's so interesting. <laughs> it's so interesting the different trades of thought that are out here nowadays, it's just, I, I find, I'm like, wow, okay, so I see very interesting what she had to say about regarding relationships, men, how women need to look at me, and some of the things I agree with, some of the things I did not, but very interesting, if you want to check her out, I do have it on, um, uh, on my Facebook page, and it's from Real Life Productions, it's Princella, the queen maker, on her, uh, on the five types of men to avoid. So very interesting, okay? She talks about all the 41, 41 states of men, different men. Pretty interesting, very interesting, okay? Uh, let's see, what else do we want to talk about? They talk about Beyonce, how Beyonce, uh, Beyonce's movie uh, fumbled after one week. Y'all not surprised. Okay, come on, Beehive. Y'all know y'all good for a week. I'm not surprised. There's nothing to argue about on here. Kiki Palmer allegedly has been abusive to her boyfriend. She's a fair Listen, Kiki. When I heard Kiki talking the other week trying to justify what he what was happening with her situation, I said, Chad, I ain't got time for the Virgo today. Okay, I mean. Yeah, no. Very interesting, the situation with Kiki Palmer. Jonathan Majors, I know, got convicted this week. Um, there, There's a couple of things I think that people missed that may have gotten Jonathan Majors co- convicted. First of all, 
he's talking to this white woman telling her to be like Coretta Scott King and uh he was definitely uh trolling her. And I know those black women can be universal in a ways to act gracious. Michelle Obama and Coretta Scott King can they go across all races as far as, you know, grace and, and elegance and stuff like that. However, Jonathan Majors, in my opinion, was definitely trolling when he said that to her. <laughs> and the next thing also is when she he says about on the video on the tape is which I well I got think got him convicted. It wasn't him running away from her because you know it looked like he was more running from her. But I think what got Jonathan in trouble is that he acknowledges that he has a temper. It sounded like on that audio, and that. That's probably what did feel the deal, in my opinion, okay? Um, making good, I wish you, I hope it work out. Uh, Johnson, Johnson's lost a lot of endorsements, a lot of things to say, uh, because in this particular case, while I do think he is low-key abusive and probably low-key was trolling this woman, I don't think he should have gotten any um, anything for that. That's my opinion, okay? I think that was not a specific situation where they should have went after him. I mean, I don't think they should have went uh, give him, gave him a guilty verdict on that, okay? Um, let's see. What's next? Okay. There's some seriously crazy stories out here today. Man convicted of killing Chow's mother because he falsely believed she gave him STD. Keith Aggie's mother, Sheila Aggie, has also been charged with first-degree murder for her alleged involvement in a crime. This is according to People Magazine. It said a man has been convicted of first-degree murder in the shooting death of his child mother, and prosecutors say he committed the crime because he told he falsely believed that the 18-year-old victim had given him an STD. Keith Aggie, 20, was sentenced to life in prison for premeditated murder of Brooklyn Sims court documents obtained by People Confirmed. He was found not guilty on the charge of aggravated aggravated battery related to injuries incurred by two other individuals at the scene, per the document. Sims was shot to death while working at the Home Depot in Pensacola, Florida, on August 11th. Let's see. Um, Keith was arrested on the day of the shooting. His mother, Sheila Aggie 50, was arrested in Washington County, Alabama, and charged with murder days after the incident for allegedly helping Keith plan the crime. According to Court TV, which cites authority, Sheila worked with Sims at the Home Depot and allegedly text Keith the address to the store on the day of the shooting. Lord have mercy. As long as you don't shoot me, Sheila allegedly wrote in a text uh, message that she exchanged with her son, uh, released by Gamba County Sheriff's Office. Uh, the murder itself is unbelievable, but to know the mother knew about it and helped coordinate it is incomprehensible. Sheriff Chip Simmons, uh, Escabamba County, said in a statement about Keith's actions and his mother's alleged involvement in the crime. Keith was motivated to kill Sims because he believed she had given him an STD, but after the verdict in Keith's trial was read on Wednesday, the state provided the evidence that proves Sims didn't have an STD. I know in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter, but we just want to give Ms. Sims a little bit of dignity, Assistant State Attorney Bridget Jensen said in court. So this fool 
kill somebody because he thought she gave him an STD. Come to find out, this woman didn't have no STDs, okay? He's just a mental case. And his mama was too. It's sad because she ran into the wrong fool. And I just have to tell you ladies in this day and age, be careful about some of these fools out here, okay? And they crazy mama, because you don't want to run into a situation like this poor young lady. Lost her life because this idiot thought she gave her him an STD, and this woman didn't had not done any such thing. Just sad. Just a sad, sad thing, okay? Um, what's this I want to talk to y'all about? Okay, now they're saying that Kevin Hart is 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 going to be suing Tasha K for this situation that's come up with the assistant. Uh, he already has filed lawsuit. I don't think it's smart. Okay, uh, he he's claiming that Tasha K extorted him. A lot of times, a lot of people in the business I've heard stories about people offering. Um, People offering people photo cover shoots uh, uh, to not tell or break a story that they've had. I've heard this about this with some white outlets. I've heard people offering uh, money getting off. I heard about a million dollars being paid to a big time tabloid so they wouldn't release the story on a rapper, okay? Uh, here's alleged involvement with transsexuals. So I've heard stories out there. So they say in Natasha K may have done something similar, allegedly, to uh, to Kevin uh, uh, Kevin Hart. And Kevin Hart is now in the midst of trying to sue Tasha Kay. Um, here's what I'll say. You know, and, and, it's, and part of the lawsuit is because people have been saying he's been cheating on his wife. And those rumors have been out here on Kevin Hart for a long time, too. Now, here's what I'll say celebrities. You got to realize again, it's night 1985. You can't get away with some of the stuff that you've been doing. Kevin, if you're out here playing on your wife, you got to be more careful about it. You can't be having the assistance and them know about it because when you piss them off and they leave, they might rain town. Okay? So now I feel like we're coming to a place where you know, people are getting mad because they're being exposed. And black celebrity, you are really being exposed. And let's trust me, you got a really conspicuous relationship with the bloggers because you need black bloggers because black bloggers are the only ones that really pay attention to a lot of these, a lot of the black uh, art stuff and uh, stuff that's going on in our world. So it's hard to get the TMZs and stuff. So we're we're walking a really fine line out here to me with the lawsuits and all that stuff. Very interesting. We'll see how it goes. She did, I just I just started watching the interview with the assistant. It's not. I mean, I like the interview, but it's not where something I would be thinking he's to sue for. It's very interesting. Okay. So, but yeah, that's the new uh, the thing right now he's uh, filed a lawsuit against Tasha so this should be interesting uh, let's see what else what else do we need to talk about Tyrese wearing a dress on the red carpet 
I'm saying he got to get all the movies, ain't he? <laughs> Listen, I don't know why that man's out here wearing a dress. I, I don't know if it, I remember Maxwell wore that. You remember he wore that dress too. Now I said to people, the reason why Maxwell had a story because it was a theme party at uh, what's that? Um, Anna Winters. What's the Anna Winters thing she have every year? Uh, I forget the Met Ball and and one year they, Maxwell was there and he had an address and people was talking about. He's like, yeah, he had people saying. They knew he was sweet and all that. I was just like, you know, he's following the scene. I don't know why Tyrese had on that dress the other night, okay? I just say, when black men, when you do that dress stuff, oh, my God. I don't know what makes y'all want to <laughs> wear the dress because, you know, these people are going to drive you, okay? So it was, it's very interesting, okay? But he had on a red one, too, loud, all right? Loud red dress. <laughs> So uh, who knows what Tyrese is out these streets doing, okay? Uh, let's see what's next. I need to talk to y'all about. Uh, how about Bishop J? Um, Cardi B and Offset breakup. Cardi B has been so angry this week about that situation. My personal opinion, when I see a woman still emotionally uh, upset and stuff, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody that like Cardi ends back up with Offset. Okay, uh, she's too emotionally uh, 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 messed up surrounding it. Just my opinion. Um, I think what that is. is that it? What I gotta talk to y'all about? Um, how we been? Okay. I think that's it for now. I think I've talked about everything that I wanted to get out. Simone Biles, I've been getting on that situation. I may say that and talk about that next time. Listen, I just feel it's a lot going on there, okay? I have to, I'm going to have to listen to his interview and everything and dissect the whole thing. And then maybe next week I'll tell you all what I'm sort of thinking about that whole situation, okay? But let me just say this to black celebrity. You're going to have to be very careful because nowadays people are not being as protective of y'all as they used to be back in the day. So you're going to have to be very protective and very aware of what you don't want people to know about you because people are going to be out in these streets and they are going to be coming for uh, y'all, especially if y'all doing some foul stuff, okay? It is what it is, all right? So I'm just, I'm just letting y'all know. Not you gonna have to move carefully. I'm just gonna have to move a little bit better. Have some integrity, a little bit more integrity and stuff because it is, it's, it's a wild, wild, it's the wild, wild west out in these streets nowadays, and it's getting crazy, okay? Um. Yeah, but Kevin Hart's personal assistant, she's uh have doing it she's doing an interview with Pascal. I've been watching some of it. Seems very interesting. Uh she's saying a lot of things that uh I think uh that some things that were surprising, some things weren't. But very interesting if y'all wanna check that out a little later on tonight, okay? 
All right, you guys. I am going to end the show early tonight. I have enjoyed getting to talk with y'all. Come back, run my mouth, child, run my mouth. <laughs> uh, I don't know when I'm going to do the next show. Uh, oh, Lord. I, who knows? I may come on for a little bit and just talk about something. If I find something interesting or I have a subject I want to talk about that. So y'all might be seeing me do more random shows like that or something like that. Let me do little shows every for 20 minutes or 30 minutes or stuff like that if I have a chance or I have time. But, you guys, thank you for listening to me. Thank you for being patient, listening to the archives when I wasn't on last month. Trust me, I just really, I needed some relaxed time, okay? And thank y'all for allowing me to have it. You guys, I want you to have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful rest of your week. I hope you had a wonderful holiday. Happy New Year 2024. I am so excited for it. God bless us to crossover. I pray it be one of the best most prosperous, exciting years of your life and mine, too, okay? You guys, have a good one. We're going to leave out with What am I leave out with, y'all? I don't know, child. I wouldn't let's see. Uh, let's leave out with, um, I love this song, um, Two Completely Things, Two Completely Different Things, Jamiroquai. I'm out. I will see y'all soon, okay? We'll try to have another little show, okay, soon, all right? See y'all. Uh, see y'all. And remember, let me tell you, because I'm not coming back to say this because I'm getting off a little early, but remember, if you're listening to the sound of my voice, you can catch me on archive shows. Remember, you can, uh, and you can also do Blog Talk Radio. Also, and Apple. Apple uh, has a Carlotta Chatwood show, and Apple streams it also, okay? Let me tell you guys that you can hit me up on Twitter at Carly's, underscore, that's Carly's with an S, underscore Galaxy. You can also hit me up at the Carlotta Chatwood Facebook page on on Facebook. You can uh, also uh, hit me up on Twitter, or I mean X, at C Chatwood Show at Carlotta72, and uh, threads, okay? I don't know whether you, y'all guess, and TikTok, okay? <laughs> All right, you guys, I am out. You have a good one. We're going to leave out with two completely different things. Jamiroquai, see y'all. Bye. <laughs>